Hello, this is Chris O'Regan, and you're listening to The Sausage Factory. episode 300 of the Sausage Factory. Welcome. In this episode, I chat to Ian Maud and Abhishek Singh of Nodding Heads Games about the action-adventure game Raji, an ancient epic. Now, before I delve deep into the details of what we're covering this week and this episode, I should say, I just want to take this opportunity to thank everyone for the past seven years of support for creating this podcast. It was uh, 27th of November 2013 was the first episode and here we are almost seven years later with the 300th episode. Now it's been an extraordinary ride. Some some of the episodes have some serious sound issues which I've done my best to actually fix over the years and it's much 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 better now than ever before and uh, over so such a long time it's been very rewarding to chat to so many creative individuals over these years. I've met a lot of people, I've made some wonderful connections with them and uh, it's been an absolute honour and pleasure to speak to them. And this episode is no different. Um, I met Ian at uh, PAX East this year and also met him previously again at uh, Rezd and uh, where he was showing Raji and extraordinary game, beautiful game, really well developed, well, well crafted it's such a good game and uh, it's, it's an honour for it to be featured in the 300th episode of The Sausage Factory. So enough of me wibbling on about this episode and how it's, you know, an auspicious one. Let's just get to the meat of it, shall we? Chris, please take it away. Ian and Avi. Hey, Chris. Who Hello, are you? Chris. Hello. Who are you and what do you do? Uh, Avi. Avi. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm uh, the game designer, project manager on Raji and Ancient Epic. I'm also co-founder along with Ian and Shruti. Shruti couldn't join us for this podcast. And uh, I'm someone who's been uh, playing video games since I was very young. And I think it goes back to Dave, Mario, 
uh, original Prince of Persia 2D. So we used to, uh, I'm from North India, from a city called Lucknow. And uh, that's where I grew up. And uh, in our schools, I remember the first gaming interactions were that uh, in the computer lab, somehow we saw, oh, there's something moving on the screen. It's definitely much more interesting than whatever was being put up. And we used to queue up uh, as kids to play these games. It included Prince of Persia, Dave, all sorts of things. And uh, I've been a fan of RTS games, FPS games, turn-based strategy games, big total war fan. And, uh, you know, so I think in around 2008, uh, I was exiting my school and that, that's where you had to make this decision of what do you want to do next. And in India, of course, the first thing people opt for or your family opts for you sometimes is uh, either you become an engineer or you waste your life. <laughs> yeah, it's so, essentially a doctor or lawyer. <laughs> yeah, 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 doctor yeah. or engineer mostly. Or lawyer, I would say doctor, engineer goes like... Oh really? It's not. It's not. Not accountant or lawyer. That's interesting. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's. It's. Uh, so my dad is an engineer, and uh, of course, uh, there was the pressure of what do you want to do. And uh, thankfully, I was able to look it up internet, and I actually discovered what game design is. Right. And uh, from that, I joined this college. And in this design college in Pune, where all of us are now uh, situated since four years now. And uh, in 2010, when I joined this college, by the end of it, uh, uh, I was pretty well versed with what we need, you know, what my aspirations are, where am I heading to. And uh, right after college, I joined Zynga. But college, is also where the story of Raji begins, pretty much the last few days of college. In the fourth year is where, when I was about to leave the college, right? So Shruti and Ian, well, they had just joined the college as game trainers. They were art trainers. And uh, Shruti and me met before everyone else. And... Uh, we had a connection in sorts of the kind of work we do and the kind of passion we have for video games. And we also connected a lot over Bastion and Transistor. And we both love those games. Oh, we've had um, had uh, Supergiant Games on the show. Really? Oh, awesome. Uh, yeah. Oh, true to be over the moon with that. Yeah, they're amazing. They're like, yeah. they're, they have no ego. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. We kind of keep going, and uh, but Hades, you haven't played Hades yet. I highly recommend. It. I have, I yeah, have. Yeah, yeah. I I played it at, uh, around six seven months ago when uh, during early access. Oh. But I got to check it out now because so many things m- must have changed yeah, by yeah. now. But yeah, I love the game, and uh, I played Pyre. I mean, we are yeah. super giant fans, so we played. Yeah, game we're, game. Massive, we're like uber fans of them. You know, yeah. it's like embarrassing, really. Who would <laughs> thought they would make a rugby game? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Into an adventure game, like I said this oh, to, yeah. to them because they know we, we know it was like it was very sort of open. It was like 
yeah, thanks for spotting that, Chris. Cheers. Cheers. Yes. <laughs> Only you would point that out. Yes, it's rugby. Thank you. But, yes. Uh, so yeah. I've been telling telling uh, our, our friends here that, hey, I played fire. And yeah, it's basketball, the core loop of the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Set so, in a very so, dark and horrible world. Yeah, go. So, so Super Giant also plays a part in our journey somehow because it was really inspiring to play Bastion. I think for me, Bastion was so striking in 2012 when you know you're all surrounded by AAA titles and whatnot. I mean, Limbo, Bastion, and these games came out. Super Meat Boy, but Bastion struck a different kind of a chord with me. I I remember I sat down, finished it in one sitting, and I was overwhelmed with different emotions because of that. And it did inspire me that, holy hell, that's a team of, I think it was seven or eight members back then. And I was like, wow, so they did that. So, you know, that takes puts a tick somewhere in your brain that, oh, it's possible to do something along the line. And uh, that was 2012 and, you know, later after meeting Shruti, I was at Zynga then after my college. At, for two years, I worked on Farmville and Empires and Allies. I worked with some very interesting and nice people at Zynga. And by the end of Zynga, uh, actually, Raji's, what happened is I was at Jaisalmer, Rajasthan, at the New Year's of 2014. And this is where I was in front of a place called Patwoki Haveli, or called Rani Ki Haveli. Basically, this is a medieval, uh, you know, it's a medieval setting. It's a medieval architecture. It's a palace, a small one. But I had this one frame where there were no wires, no people. It was clearly like I was teleported back to that era. And the first question after that feeling I had there was, why is this not a video game? And I remember coming back and maybe uh, some some of one of these days I mentioned it to Shruti that, uh, and she, I knew she's a very good artist. It was uh, all over her portfolio, and uh, we I had seen her works. She I, I had shown us some of my work, level design stuff, and uh, you know it was just a thought. Then. But around, I mean, we we were connected, and Ian and Shruti and me, we were connected throughout 2015-16, and finally. We did put a PPT over and uh, some bullet points, some inspiration, some artwork from the internet and thinking, can this be done? Like, can we do our own thing? And by the end of Zynga, I think we had decided that we have to take this leap of faith and this quantum leap in what our careers are, what we want to contribute towards the industry. We want to give them offer, you can say a mom's pie, because Raji is so heavily influenced by lore and mythology around, and you know, the stories around the Indian subcontinent. And in 2017, we finally started Nodding Heads Games. And I was, uh, we were co-founders, project man, I was project manager, level designer, game designer. And uh, I guess, Maybe that's all for my intro because 
Well, I, I'm going to say, Abby, um, you, you've you've broken the record. I mean, this is episode 300, so you've mm-hmm. done it because I asked you who you do what you do and who are you. You did that, and then continue to answer question number two. How do you make stop making video make video games? Done that. So okay, <laughs> then he went rolling on, and then you went to asking nebulous and infamous question number three, which is what is your biggest influences? Oh well, there you go, and then he rolled on to that, and then uh, you then you know what developer do you most admire in the industry and why? And there's obviously super giant. So it's just amazing. <laughs> It was so three, three down of two. Uh, just, down. just, yeah, there's one more. There's one more. There is one more, oh. everyone. So don't, you know, <laughs> but you didn't get to that because there's no way you can answer that one. But it's just, a, I, I've got to applaud you, Abby. It's fantastic. Okay. It's awesome. almost, you're, you're over my shoulder now. And uh, for, for <laughs> listeners, everyone, we're, you know, we're in separate continents, but somehow he's projected astral projection into mm-hmm. my office and he's now leaning over and saying, I'm not sure about that screen, Chris. Anyway. <laughs> um, no, I'm kidding. But uh, that is a fantastic uh, story. And uh, But, Ian, you're going to have to answer yeah. some of the, some of those as well, I'm afraid. Uh, uh, um, so uh, you're obviously lead artist, I've said. Or did, did, well, you, you explain. Let me, yeah. I'll explain, yeah. So like, like Abby is saying, um, myself, Shooty, and Abby, we are co-founders um, of Nodding Heads Games. Um, both Shooty and I are the art directors. And uh, on this particular role, uh, well, with Raji, uh, we actually swapped uh, roles. And um, Shooty was more character-based and I'm more environments because that's what I've been predominantly doing throughout my career. And um, it's not to say that Shooty can't do environments, it's just that she's specialised in doing characters. And it was a case of, um, we did a, pro- uh, a teaser in uh, the December, January of sixteen seventeen, if I'm uh, if I remember correctly, and I created the geometry for um, that teaser and then unwrapped it accordingly and so on, and Shruti painted it, and that was the particular art style that we were going to go for because you know that's what me and Shruti were were looking at, and then when we saw how gorgeous it looked it just made sense to say okay true this is yours you take over on this you you lead this um and then um, i will look at characters now i've never done characters ever um so that was a massive learning curve for me and um and, and all credit to the team i mean they put they entrusted um me to do the job and i said to them you know they gave me an estimate it's like how long will it take to do the first character and i was like ballpark figure pie in the sky no idea um three months um five months later um (laughs) we get the first character and then the second character after that took me three weeks so it just it just goes to show because what you've got to bear in mind as well we're co-founders as well, so we're having to learn the business. We have to learn to, you know, you know, we're, we're writing contracts. We're, we're doing all these different um, uh, roles that we would would normally never have done because, you know, we we work on the uh, the coal face, as it were. You know, we don't. You know, we had to understand um, certain things. You know, accountancy, you know, all that, all that kind of stuff. I mean, obviously, we've got an accountant to do all that kind of thing, but you need you need that basic knowledge. 
Um, and we were just fish out of water. I mean, we were just, this is not, this is not our bag, but we've, we've got to learn this stuff. And so we're, we're, we're spinning several plates each. Um, and we did all that all the way through production because, you know, we've got to look at audio. It's like the sound. We've got to look at, um, uh, the animations, the storyboards, the, you know, where, where we're going with the story would sit down for days and just go through the story. Um, and then it's like, you know, we're looking at the animations, you know, finding references and so on. Um, and it's very, very draining because there'll be like weeks on end whereby, you know, Avi, myself and Shruti, we're not even doing our own work because we're having to organize and coordinate with all the team members and, and so on. And, and also the, the exterior talking to the publisher. We have uh, two uh, meetings a week with them. And it's just like, you know, to keep everything on track. And it is a huge, you know, a huge uh, job. Um, and this is something that we did not even realize, you know. And so you've got this, this, this ideal uh, vision of, yeah, I want to make my own video game. And that's great. I want everyone to do that. And I want everyone to have that. And, and if you've got the opportunity to go for it, but bear in mind, you've got 101 other jobs to do as well that go with that as well. So um, it is taxing. It's very stressful. Um, it's not easy. And, but if you've got, you know, true grit and determination, you know, you'll do anything. And that's what we did. Um, yeah. You're willing to stand by your work and go. No, no absolutely. Just, just stand by it and just, yeah. and, and you will face some incredible hard decisions and you'll find, you know, you'll find yourself in some very, very uh, awkward and, and horrible um, situations. Uh, the example of ours was uh, Kickstarter and I'll come back to that later. But um, you know, when you, when you're cresting every wave and then suddenly the rug is pulled beneath you and you think, Oh Christ, well, where the hell do we go from here now? You know, I mean, there were, there were times whereby, um, if it wasn't you know, for the sale of Shruti's apartment, financially we were dead in the water. Um, and then it's you know, for instance, the Unreal Dev Grant came in in 2018, um, and that was a savior. That 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 saved us until we signed a contract with Super, which was around about six or seven months later. Um, you know, we weren't living lavishly. It was literally putting food on the table, a roof over the head. And, you know, we'd sunk our own personal money into the project as well. And, you know, uh, you know, Avi, you know, his family supported that way. Shruti, you know, did what she did, selling the apartment. Um, I put my savings into it. You know, my mum, bless her, she uh, had no idea what I'd do for a living. <laughs> then, she said, then she saw what I was doing because I had to come home to sort my work visa out. And then she saw what I did, and then she got a better appreciation of that. And then she was like, literally, like, you know, how can I help? And she helped in the way that she could. So, excuse me. So that was good. Yeah. But um, just sorry, just go, you know, uh, off track a little bit there, Chris. Sorry. Um, so, with regards to myself, um, I'm like 20, uh, my experience. Um, so, video games. I actually wanted to be an RAF fighter pilot. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is going um, places. I, yeah, go on. Yeah. I had, um, at the age of 16, I had my bursary all set up to go into Biggin Hill, which was at the time for uh, officer. 
and um, so you would be uh, so you go there and you, you know that's where you'll be you know you do all your GCSEs and you know go into whatever and and eventually get a degree and uh, and then that'll be your life you know you'll be uh, you know whether or not you get to be pilot or a fighter pilot is um, down to you but um, but that's what I wanted to do that's you know I had my sights set on flying the GR3 at the time and um, you know for those that don't know it that's the uh, the tornado um, and it's been replaced by the Eurofighter now um, and yeah aviation flight is what I wanted to do but um, I failed my physics twice oh. <laughs> um, and I got the same I got the same uh, uh, grade which is a D um, so that was my life. Everything that I had in front of me all lined up uh, like for 16, 17 years of age um, imploded uh, there and then. And then it was a case of, okay, well, what, what do I do now? And, um, you know, art has always been, you know, uh, prevalent through, throughout my... Sorry, we've got the dogs uh, That's all right. crying here. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I love art, always have done. And you've been, you know, had a pencil in my hand since I was like four or five years of age. And, uh, and then it was, uh, okay, go to art school, um, do all that kind of stuff. Um, university, did graphic design illustration. Um, in my final year, actually, um, there was no courses back then to do video games. So, and so we're going back, oof, 25 years perhaps something yeah, like that yeah and um and so it's graphic design but in my final year we had to write our own briefs um and so for mine i actually got um a script from um steve cook who is an illustrator from 2000 ad and so i got that and it's actually very reminiscent of ai as the spielberg kubrick movie and um, so I illustrated that and did my own story to it, my own universe and so on. And, um, but then as I, I wasn't satisfied with it. I wanted to see it move. I wanted you know, to interact with it. And a good friend of mine taught me, uh, well, he didn't teach me animation, but he said, right, you need to storyboard this and then you know, we'll, we'll get together. And so we put one week, uh, one day a week. It was a Thursday. And we would spend 18 hours uh, just you know, animating and just going through it. And uh, whilst I made all the 3D models, and he gave me a crash course in Lightwave, which I think is Modo now, um, back in the day, of one hour. And, um, and then he said, crack on. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> right. So when I look, or when I remember my models then, my goodness, um, yes, it's leaps and bounds now. Um, and yeah, it's just from, from that day on, it was, you know, I've been self-taught. Um, I wanted to do 3d. I, I had an affinity with it and, um, I felt just the right it. time really. Cause that's, uh, that's when it all exploded 25 years ago and, uh, yeah. the yeah, PlayStation no, arrived absolutely. and, uh, although PlayStation and it's, it's now charming warping textures. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you, do you know what? It's like it's like when when people uh, complain about the the textures and when yeah. they talk about two K and four K, and I'm going, oh, you have no idea. No, no, <laughs> you've got see, no yeah, idea. When you see Crash Bandicoot now, you go, how did they do that with that machine? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and if, if I remember rightly, um, 
we were doing like because my, I got my first job um, in the industry at stainless. Um, it was stainless. Oh, right. uh, soft, was it software then? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, so a big shout out to those guys because Neil Barden, uh, co-founder and uh, art director there, he uh, he gave me the opportunity. And so where uh, Nobby is, um, you know, I've got a lot of love for that guy and the team over there. And, you know, that's where I cut my teeth. You know, I learned my trade. Um, and I remember one project that we're working on and it was for the PS one. And the texture sizes was insane. <laughs> um, there was, it's like 16 pixels by 16 pixels. And yeah. we had about eight of them or whatever. And it was yeah. like some sort of robot thing that we were doing. And it was just, and then when I look, you know, in comparison to what's done now, it's leaps and bounds. Yeah. You know, how far we've moved in the industry is insane. Um, and it's like, you know, the artist's job is it's just forever getting harder and harder because, um, you know, the standards are getting higher and higher. And, you know, you since the Lord of the Rings with, um, with Peter, what he did there, um, that changed, um, you know, and obviously Lucas, uh, that changed how we see uh, movies and, you know, especially in the VFX world. And, and the same for the video games. It's like we're forever bettering. The technology is getting better. And the software is getting um you know, more and more powerful. And the teams are getting um, bigger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, but when you talk about indie, the indie scene and so on. Yeah. And when we were at PAX and when I, you know, when we met there yeah. as well, and it's just like, you just see the talent, the pure talent that's there. There's so much around. And yeah. what I love is the fact that what the, the guys at Unreal have done and Unity um, is that they've given out the engines, um, as, as, you know, and it's like, Go, go and play with it. Yeah. You know, and, and just have fun. And back in the day, we had nothing like that. No. You know, no. it's like, you know, it's like it's either proprietary software. Um, and I remember that with Stainless because they had theirs. Mm. And, um, you know, it was pow- it was powerful for what it was at the time, you know. Um, but, you know, they didn't have a dedicated team like they have, um, you know, with like Epic, for instance. Yeah. You know, you, you got a massive team. But whereas it's stainless, you know, there's just a few guys making it. And it yeah. was, um, you know, and all credit to the guys over at stainless for, for what they did for, with regards to that, because um, it was a great undertaking as well. So, but um, yeah, I mean, the indies, uh, the quality uh, of the games that are coming out is just, uh, it, it, it's, 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 it's just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, where, well, where am I now? <laughs> You've you've both done an excellent job of encapsulating where you come from, what your inspirations are, that kind of stuff. Mm. So I've got one last uh, question, which I do. I mean, unless you want to ask the question, what what developer you most admire in the industry and why, if you want to do that, because Abby's done his bit with Super Giant. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you want to say someone oh. like I don't know, Matt Smith or something? <laughs> This is where this is where I stick my head in the rabbit hole, and it's like, yeah. No, I'm not doing that. that. Um, Because you don't want to insult anyone, do you? You Don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. um, (laughs) But it's like when again, I always I always refer to the guys at Stainless because yeah, yeah, yeah. um, You know, I've just had such a 
an amazing introduction to the video games industry. Mm-hmm. And and I don't I've always said to myself, if I ever have a studio, I want to run it the way that they did. Right. Because it was like a family. Um and you know from my personal um experience. And you know, they really looked after everyone. Um you know, they went out of the way of doing all that kind of um of stuff so uh yeah um but uh yeah final I'm question gonna, then i'm gonna leave it there yeah, yeah. so we, we you know final question of the first half and I, i'm mm. legally obliged to ask this question because we're all talking about video games in a mm. podcast so here we go and uh Abby, you can start and then ian can, mm-hmm. can jump in what mm. are you playing right now oh i'm playing control and valorant Control and what's the other one? Valorant. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I got uh, deranked twice yesterday, so that's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, you know, Valorant. I don't even know why I'm playing it. I've I, I've been a huge, uh, you know, lot into Counter Strike, and right. then I was a lot into Overwatch, and Valorant. You know, is like the cousin of both of them. Yeah. So I end up playing a few games. And I lose interest also, and I still play it, and then you know I end up getting deranked. <laughs> but and, yeah, yeah, I'm enjoying it, and control, I'm enjoying it as well. I, I have no idea how huge the game is. I am progressing, but mm. I, I I don't really look up you know things like how how the game is, or uh, you know how long is it, or where am I. I'm just right. immersed. Single player games, I prefer to be immersed. And control is, uh, for me, it's satisfying to play because I think since more than a year, I have no idea when the last time I play a single player game because uh, in in my head, it's like to play a single player game, I need time and space and peace. I can't play it in the chaotic crunch we just had. Mm-hmm. Or, right. or you know, you're figuring out ten things, and even at ten p.m. you have a call at, and you know, all sorts of late late nights. Yeah. So the, multiplayer, you can play like a quick one, twenty minutes, thirty minutes, okay. forty minutes. Right. But a single player game, I'm playing one control like after a long time, so I'm enjoying yeah. it. Unless of course it's threes. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, sorry everyone take a drink it's episode 300 let me mention threes sorry uh, <laughs> so so threes really I didn't play anything else I think yeah. I downloaded uh, I'm looking forward to Titanfall single player campaign the new oh yeah yeah yeah. I because I'm... I've been reading it's the best single player campaign in a while so I'm, I'm yeah, really yeah. looking Titanfall 2 is even better it's amazing but uh, yeah. yeah, what about you, Ian? What's uh, distracting you away from the uh, the delights of Raji? The, the madness. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm just I'm just looking on my Steam account now, and the first thing that pops up is Substance. <laughs> okay. So uh, it's uh, no, that's uh, that's our tool that we use to yeah. paint everything. Um, well, the wonder for me is Elite Dangerous. Right. I absolutely, I love it. Absolutely 
I'm just sucked into it and just love all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I remember it from the 80s. Yes, yeah, of course we do. Um, <laughs> and, and it's like, you know, it was just insanely difficult then. Um, but now we, because, I mean, we all thought back then playing video games. I mean, I used to play like uh, F-16 Falcon. Um, and that was the, the, uh, the geometry for the, uh, the terrain was just a flat polygon yeah. with, with a couple of triangles stuck in it. And then when you look at what we can achieve now with all you know, the height maps and procedural worlds and so on, it's just mind-boggling and um, it, it, you know, surpasses some of the best simulators that are out there. Yeah. Um, and uh, but now with the lead, it's like you know, you, it's it's just so well done. Uh, no. I mean, I want to I want to jump in onto Star Citizen at some point, but uh, I know you're gonna you need a lot of time for this stuff. And, yeah. Um, yeah. And right now, you know, we're we're, we're over the hump of it with with Raji, mm. um, with development, but um, you know, we've got a little ways to go yet for some for some other bits and pieces. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but Avi bought for my birthday. Uh, you got me Horizon uh, Zero Dawn Complete Edition, so I've got that to play. You're gonna love uh, that. Um, if you want, if you procedural gaming, procedural like there's some. I won't say too much, but there's ability. When I when I played it and finished it a couple of years ago on the PS4, it was my mm-hmm. uh, it was my Christmas game. You know, you always get that game that you play during yeah, that time. Yeah, and uh, Chris, Chris, that was uh, for me. And uh, um, what what happened there is, um, I found it's quite amusing that you could just go trotting along and go, "What if I did that thing?" And let's just see how much destruction it brought. <laughs> <laughs> and you just go and do it, and you just there was no benefit to the game or the or the progress to the adventure at all. It was just like I'm just going to cause some chaos now. Uh, so that's what yeah, I. Yeah, you have to. It's yeah. Legal, isn't it? You know, you just got to do it. It's like, like let, let, let's crucify the frame rate. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, yeah. Well, my PS4, which is a pro, did get a bit loud, but you know that's what they do. <laughs> Complain. Uh, yeah, um, but uh, yeah, you be oh, it's good, good stuff. And as regards to Elite, yeah, I managed to get Elite uh, uh, back in the day in the eighties. I don't know how, but yeah, I managed to get dual secret missions and stuff. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, having it now, and I just love the Newtonian physics. And you know, when you when you drop out of maximum acceleration, and that thing suddenly pops in the middle of the screen, it still scares the bejesus at me. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing it for hours, and like, oh god, it's, I just I know it's coming. Like, oh, god, it's yeah. just, it's very unsettling. Very unsettling. Yeah, it is. But, it is. Uh, yeah. but the artistry and the uh, animation, which people go, it's a space game. Like, oh no, trust me, trust me. The, 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 the lighting and animation of that game is vital, vital, yeah. and yeah. Uh, and it's everywhere. And just like, but that sort of when you just sort of drop drop out and everything is just like, it's just that sense of inertia when you're not you're sitting still. Yeah. How did they do yeah. that? How yeah. and I know you guys appreciate that. You probably thought how you know the kind of physics and uh, engineering required to actually have mm. that sense of momentum in a static screen. Like, how did they do that? Like, well, oh yeah, no, absolutely. It's yeah. like you dissect it; you'll yeah. deconstruct the whole thing. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I'll do, they're doing motion blur on this, they're doing you know, yeah. camera shake, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
we'll, 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 we can just dissect it straight away. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then and and say, well, what about this and what about that? Yeah, yeah. It's wipe out all over again because what they did with that, trying to make it mm. look faster than it actually was. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 absolutely. I mean, all like the you... textures are blurred. Like, really? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, okay. and then the, you get the field of view uh, just yeah. extend it. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, we must press on because we must move on to Raji for the second half mm. of the show where we delve deep into its intricacies. First question. As regular listeners will know, and I've been saying this 300 times now, but here we go. <laughs> it's not really a question, it's a request, because we can't talk about Raji until we know what it is. And who best to tell us what Raji is by the people who made it? Although, historically, guests have actually said, you know what, Chris, you have a go. You tell us what what our game is. Because <laughs> awesome. we, we don't know. However, I'll let you two have a go and tell us what, in your own words... Oh what Raji is unless you want me to have a go I think I think you know I think you have to Chris yeah okay yeah come on Raji is a third person action adventure uh, with a uh, heavy emphasis on movement and platform uh, in uh, precision and movement uh, between platforms and areas it's a fixed camera view and uh, it is largely based uh, on a, a series of uh, legends and myths uh, uh, from uh, originated from the Indian subcontinent. Yeah, well, uh, not only, bad, only, not only, bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I would only take the third person bit out of it because people want that, and we we are not gonna do that now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, but yeah, fixed camera, dynamic. We call it dynamic camera. Dynamic wherever, camera, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it it helps you wherever you require it. it. Suits. I mean, it follows what we wanted the camera to follow. There's there's a lot more to it, but that's the like first two or three sentences of what Raji is. There's other stuff like mm-hmm. who is Raji, uh, why yeah. is it called that, 
and that kind of thing. But that's something mm-hmm. revealed as the players uh, experience the game. So oh, let's yeah. let's delve into the first question then. So you know, they're going to do some work. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and this is quite a blunt one, but I have to ask it because it's so yeah. it was so unusual to encounter. Now, I mean, it happened historically, but now to to experience this, why is the camera in Raji so distant? Can I jump in on that? Yeah. Okay. Either one of you ask them. Fine. Yeah. Originally, the game was meant to be 2D isometric. Okay. Okay. And we were we initially started out in Unity. And I started to render out from a fixed camera angle um, uh, from a particular distance. Um all the assets or part of you know, when we did the tests for, for this. And then I passed all that on to Shruti, who did uh, you know, all the hand painting. Um, and then from all these assets, we, um, sorry, I have to rewind a little bit. Um, Shruti, um, with, when we created all the mood boards and so on, from that, you know, we, we, uh, we sat down and decided how uh, the level would look. Um, and then from there, she, you know, she ended up like, you know, doing the, the hand painting over the 3D. Um, and, but we, we realized very, very early on that there's no way that we'll be able to do this uh, in the time given. Um, and especially just with one artist uh, painting um, over the top. And so we quickly reverted back to an engine that quite a few of the team were familiar with. Um, and so that was unreal. Um, and then again, we did some more tests with that, you know, the teaser being one of them. Um, and we did that teaser in five weeks. Um, you know, Shruti herself, she has a 3D, obviously, background. And um, and then we just uh, we started off using uh, 3D codes, um, which is fantastic. Uh, but then we went, you know, obviously moved over to Substance later. But the reason why um, the camera is the way it is was because it's it, it it came from the initial days, and also we got the inspiration um, when we were looking at all the other games, and obviously Bastion. Uh, comes up uh, a lot um, because you know when we analyze their their game, you know, and the assets that they were using is like all two D, as far as I can understand. Um, but then our camera, as soon as we went into a three D environment with the camera, we realized that we could then use it to our advantage um, and use it in different ways. So. You know, we've got this this you know isometric meets uh, parallax, you know, meets you know, um, you know, sort of uh, third person, but yet it's not because you know, it's it's further back than from that. Um, and and when we saw all this, and when and when Avi started playing with the um, the transitions between you know the two as well, and being able to you know bring the camera around in a very cinematic way. We thought, you know, this is, 
this is really working for the game. Um, and, you know, it, it, it just, it was, a, it was a natural progression uh, from one to the other. As, uh... Yeah, and uh, we also wanted the camera to emphasize on the environment and also how Raji is a, you know, small part of it. Like you feel insignificant compared to the giant statues or the giant temples. Or, or giant, indeed like, the uh, gods commenting on her abilities to do anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and yeah, that also works because uh, like they are watching over you. Yeah. So there's different point of views to go by. And from design point of view, uh, like Ian said earlier, it all started with isometric, right? We wanted isometric and uh, that stuck. Uh, you know, if you if you know, we did a Kickstarter back in 2017 and the demo in that, that camera is not dynamic. It's actually way more stiff, I would say. Yeah, it's more static. But uh, here's the advantage with this camera is you are able to see the entire battlefield, the arena, the battle arena, where, you know, multiple creatures uh, will spawn and you have to fight them. And you are able to devise your own strategy based on the actions of enemies around you. Now, of course, there's pros and cons. Some people love what we've done and some people did ask us if uh, we can go third person like in a couple of months before release so. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we can't before do that of course can we control the camera please why well i just like to why i want to rotate why because <laughs> seriously why it's, it, yeah, it's it, all floating assets on the other side, man. Like, is this yeah, Batman? Is it? Is it? No. <laughs> you know, it's just, is it Spider? No. Is it a superhero? Well, it is, but that, yeah. Anyway. Oh, we got a lot of that after, yeah. you know, it just becomes, uh, you know, some people, like for people who have played the games which were part of uh, Inspirations, and I have to add, uh, among Bastion, Transistor, Hyperlight Drifter, and uh, I've written, we've written blogs about who inspired us, what inspired. It's a long list of games. We played a lot of games, and uh, programmer and me, uh, we when we were, you know, uh, going through the gameplay. I have to tell you this interesting fact: the platforming in Raji was added much later. It was okay. still in early stages, and yeah, also another as well, yeah, yeah, and another fact which you know gets missed out. And while it's good to say the games is in de- is in development since three and a half years, the full fledged production, right? It started in October two thousand eighteen. Once we had the publisher Super.com with us. Before that, it was just six, I think seven members and only the demo and only prototypes of uh, platforming or the new combat. And actually in October, we were able to expand to 13 members. And that's when we kicked in all gears. And uh, that's something I, I, you know, I keep in mind that uh, sometimes people message me, how long it has been. It's been over three years. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> the first demo itself was 10 months and that was five five members. 
So that was scrapped because none of it was going to go in the game. We had decided that. And many things have changed. But yeah, for the camera, we try to lead the player. We try to take the player's attention to where the narration is going sometimes or where the story is going. And in combat arenas, we try to give you a camera where you are able to devise your strategy based on what you see mm. and what they are doing. Mm. But that's all. Yeah, because yeah. and also you want to give the player that that sense of immersion, um, and specifically when it comes to like cinematic. Um, and you know, we were going to bring in the the two bands at the top of the bottom and. Um, and then we scrapped them for whatever reason. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, as, from where we started to where we are now, um, it's leaps and bounds, it's worlds apart. Um, but but when we got comments, like I was saying, from people, you know, on a Facebook, Discord or whatever, uh, asking us to change the camera, and they're saying, well, you know, it's, it's done for a reason. Yeah. And, you, and it got, keeps the scope in check. The moment you give free camera, the scope blows out of proportion. And these are things sometimes you, it's hard to explain in a short sentence yeah. because sometimes people don't know what, what goes on behind the scenes. And that's yeah. fair. I mean, I'm not saying they're wrong, but maybe we'll write a blog about it because uh, I saw some people love the camera work. And mm-hmm. that really made me happy because I have manually put values in hundreds of camera boxes throughout the every level. So probably there's 600 or 500 of these, <laughs> which, ha- which had to be tweaked manually. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and yeah. some of them had to be redone. And I'm yeah. glad, I'm so happy with some of them because earlier... Uh, they were some of them were generic, but you know the moment we started making progress into the project, and when the art pass comes in, and you you know you have your camera set up, but you can see in the editor, oh wait, what if the camera went there instead of here, and you were able to look into the valley where you see the long bridge and the god rays and everything, and that's where we had to redo some of them. So, I mean, I'm I'm pretty satisfied with how the camera works and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm glad at least some people are really enjoying that too yeah yeah um my next question uh is to do with um well it's just the what i found really quite interesting and it's something that's cropped up recently over the years is health and how mm-hmm. it's actually indicated because there's a lot of people get it right and a lot of people get it profoundly wrong um, and with Raji, you've got it fantastically right because your attention is drawn to the main character the at all times, right. and yeah. that's actually identified by only only appears when you're engaged in combat, and it's a yeah. it's a big event. Yeah. You know, these the, the little dark swirls appear and believe the ground, and then these whatever creature will suddenly appear. Uh, and at mm. which point these little petals of uh, a, a flower appear beneath the main character, yeah. and uh, and then th- then you know how much health you've got immediately because you're yeah. always looking at you. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, we did that on purpose. Yeah, it was all very uh, deliberate. Um, and well, how did that evolve? Was that an immediate thing, or was it something that came over time? So, um, and well, why did you do that? 
yeah, I just want to quickly jump in on this, Avi, um, mm-hmm. because when we did our um, demo for EGX Rest, uh, which you know, you'll know, Chris. I was there. Um, I did say, yeah, yeah. The, the UI was in the top left corner. Okay. And um, I did that in, I think I did the UI and everything and all, everything to do with... Uh, uh, the front end and so on. I think I did that in three days, and um, uh, the, some of the team commented on Christ, you know, make a mobile game in that time. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so but when we when we came back, when we were able to sit down and actually design something that was meaningful rather than just slamming it in for the sake of it. Um, we we uh, we analysed various other games, and we wanted something that was immediate, that you're not searching uh, the screen for. We effectively we wanted no UI, and and we achieved that, um, so that when when Raja goes into a combat area, that's when the UI appears, um, and. It's like you say, it's there, it's in front of you, and you don't have to keep searching for it. Um, and it was also designed in such a way that um, it takes inspiration from a mandala as well, which is also uh, uh, very important. And, um, you know, for the, uh, you know, yeah, for the, 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 the earliest example of UI <coughs> like this is acting. There might be more, but I think the word last one I recall is Bastion's AI. If you notice, while yeah. Bastion's had upfront AI on, on the screen, mm-hmm. uh, the AI had screen uh, their health elements below them, very similar to ours. And that's where the inspiration came in that this can work. But the challenge also came in the moment you add it to your character. When you add it to AI, it worked. We, we didn't have any problems with that. But uh, technical challenges come in when you put it on your character, like will tracking it be a problem? How do you show you've lost health and how do you show you've gained health and how do you make sure, uh, you know, health is pretty important because we went with its design philosophy of uh, Raji is getting these blessings. She's getting empowered, but she is still fragile as a human Mm. and that is why you don't see health progression in the game that's why uh, you know you even in the third level or the fourth level when you uh, are not paying attention to the game or what's happening around you you will you know you will be defeated and that's why whatever health we have it was important to represent it and we did fight off some technical challenges. It went through few iterations. Oh, yeah, a few. Uh, yeah. Uh, and yeah, pretty happy with the end results. And yeah, everyone loves it. That's mm-hmm. sure. Like UI is something that was being praised from all the events and demos because it was done like at one like uh, two Yeah, years it, ago. it definitely does a wonder it's very subtle and it's not in your face but also informative and having that balance because i've had played many games where i'm charging through and then i'm suddenly dead like really (laughs) because i had no idea how much health i had 
Yeah. Because like, oh, you're not looking. You're looking at the character and the UI was tucked away mm. in the bottom left-hand corner somewhere. So, by yeah. the way, you're about to die. And there was yeah. no and, clue. <laughs> just... Yeah, and, and this is why, you know, we have pushback as a feedback. And yeah. this was also something that was added later. We, right. While we had one cornerstone that UI should not interfere with art or say, you know, it should not distract you from what's happening. Yeah. At the other side, we still had the cornerstone it, that it needs to communicate. You cannot go totally extreme on one end. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think it works fantastic. Yeah. And everyone yeah. on the team was pretty happy with the way yeah. it turned out. Yeah. And uh, uh, maybe you've noticed this small detail. When you lose health, the flower petal breaks into multiple smaller you know it just breaks it does yeah goes. yeah yeah and and pushback is something we added just mm. so player gets another chance at whatever was happening because you know earlier we just had the hurt animation which is still there for some of the lighter attacks from enemies but the pushback helps you you know regroup your strategy because yep. now now you're not going to take a second hit yeah so I want to talk about the enemies now. Um, mm-hmm. They have a definite animation to them that mm-hmm. the player can read quite well. Yeah. Um, how have you found designing this aspect of Raji? So uh, back uh, again, the, this is all the you know it's a long evolution of Raji's design. When right. in two thousand seventeen. Uh, we went for the approach that combat has to, uh, sh- you know, the animations need to be very readable. And that's where, uh, if you see that demo, you'll see way more anticipation, way more detail also, details also in the attacks of enemies. You can actually see it because it's slower. Uh, may I say it's similar to how Dark Soul had yeah. Uh, you know, the, the, the slow pacing of combat. So that was one of the inspirations back then. But after that demo and after what happened in the Kickstarter, and I have to say, in during those 10 months, running the company, doing everything, we only had one programmer. Uh, it was really difficult to uh, explore into combat or gameplay, certainly. We did, uh, at that time, a vertical slice, which gives you the vision of what this could be. And I think that was perfectly matched. But only after that, we had more time to explore. So we asked ourselves some very important questions. One of them was, who is Raji? I mean, is the combat really reflecting on who is Raji? And Raji is an acrobat was set like in the very early stages of the project. Maybe, maybe even like late 2016 when the team got together in Pune around October. So that was set, but it was not followed only until after the Kickstarter. We asked ourselves these, you know, we had to take a step back, ask ourselves, well, what are we doing? How, how are we going to innovate in combat? Combat is something people have extremely high expectations because they've played everything out there. They've seen everything out there. How do we make it feel different? The answer to that was in our own 
story like Raji is an acrobat so why not we explore that aspect and that led to a design theme movement leads to combat and that's where we saw Prince of Persia influence into a game where you start seeing how to use your environment into you know various attacks and I think one thing we went for which really worked is the triple dodge so triple dodge is a dodge roll, a cartwheel, and a front flip or a back flip. So that can lead to six different attacks per weapon. Uh, left clicks and right clicks, or say light attacks, heavy attacks. And the way you move in the arena is where we found our own uniqueness to the combat. So that's where it came together and coming back to AI, right? So how yeah. defined the animations were. Now the combat of the game was much faster. So we still had to find that mid-ground where you are able to see what the demons are doing, but it's not. it shouldn't be so fast that you totally miss it and you are punished for something you could not even anticipate. So anticipation was key in all the animations. Recovery was key. And I have to say, uh, I'm a big Doom fan. And uh, I have to applaud Doom's design. I'm talking of the original Doom, the, the pillars, design pillars, it's set there for AI is where, you know, I took inspiration from. And uh, because of that, it helped me think broadly in terms of how the AI is going to function and our programmer Paris uh, and you know me, we, we were on the same page, how this AI needs to function and what kind of different abilities it needs to add. And when it came to animations, we uh, I think we had the rule readable, but not uh, predictable entirely because that would make it boring like this. Yeah, and again, it's like... Just, you're giving the player a chance, but you know you can't have it so that the the creatures are doing the same thing over and over because by which mm-hmm. time you just jump away and just pummel them with ranged attacks or like if you're gonna do that, I'm just gonna whip round behind you all the time and just hammer you. And it's just you're right; mm-hmm. it becomes tedious. Yeah, and yeah, you know, as much uh, we've enjoyed playing the game ourselves, especially. Yeah when you know these mechanics. But I think the real fun is when, when you see other players uh, yeah. doing their own interpretations of how they want to play. I just got a message today morning on Twitter. Someone said they they love the weapons and they're changing them all the time. And I have to give you this fact. We are so bored of playing our own game because we've been doing QA right ourselves. Yeah, and you have to play like the entire game four hours, th- sometimes even thrice a day. Yeah, and it just becomes a brain dead task at some point. Mm. And uh, we don't switch weapons because we pick the best weapon, best strategy, and we play the entire game with that because <laughs> we, because we did make it like that. So That's in interesting because I yeah. do switch weapons. I do. It, because... Yeah, yeah. So so we've made weapons in a way that. You know what? If you want to keep Trishul and you have your favor of the gods, you should be able to play the game if that's what you want. Yeah. But 
if you feel you want to switch weapons and you think you that's going to give you an advantage you feel free to do that and today morning that message really made me happy because uh we never switch weapons and uh, that guy actually was said that he's switching weapons all the time and which definitely means more interesting combat from even what yeah. we have played because yeah. we just that's your game now the actual game is like, well, actually something else you're actually just bug hunting which is a oh, separate yeah. separate thing yeah. entirely yeah. last oh, yeah, question I've been watching people play and it's a delight to see some some of them you know the moment triple yeah. dodge attacks and how to use them or how to move around the arena yeah is is not easy to figure out and again a fact because we anticipated this uh we changed the way our tutorials are the tutorials now uh are giving you a hint towards how can you move okay yeah. earlier that was not the case uh, i'm talking about a year ago okay uh, a year ago people would only think okay there's light attacks and heavy attacks and there is no tutorial to show you triple dodge we did not have a tutorial to show you you know in the second arena of the first level you saw you have to dodge and left click or or you know dodge or a or b yeah so yeah. a or y sorry and and that was not there in the game one year ago but we realized if we don't show the player how to move they're going to miss out on most of the combat on how this game works yeah yeah and initially, uh, initially it was that to be that for the player to explore and explore the character and explore the, the moves but then yeah. we, but then when we saw people playing you know like you know recording their their um, play on youtube we were just thinking oh god you know they're missing out on so much so and, uh, and you know that led to us to add this tutorial and fun fact the uh, in steam game festival march this tutorial was tested the first time and while half the players or the majority was enjoying finally how you know the game is supposed to be played or they were getting a hint towards a massive hint about how to move around the game the other half or the you know there was a good percentage of people stuck at this tutorial because we made them you know a bit too rigid like you have to follow them step by step and the timer windows are too short no right. so that yeah. that feedback was really helpful yeah and it it led us to uh, easing up the combat a bit uh, sorry not the combat the tutorials mm-hmm. and that where that's where we were like okay we've shown you exactly how she moves yeah you might uh, end up uh, uh you know clearing this tutorial fairly easy but there also we reinforce that some particular enemies will actually ask you to move in this particular way so that's where the rage demons what we call it internally come in you know the the bigger version of the same ai yeah 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 with added abilities yeah those are made tough in and you know they spike up your combat difficulty suddenly to to know you make keep things interesting plus mm-hmm. they are a bit op if you still haven't figured out how to move around so those things were done to push the player 
towards moving better and i actually i i, I don't know if you've reached the second boss of the game yet i don't want to give you spoilers no it's but... just not the spoilers but yeah you carry on yeah <laughs> Yeah, but but uh, some some mechanics there, how uh, you know how AI mechanics were made, were right. always made to made in mind. How do we, in you know, influence the player to move in a particular manner? Okay. And uh, that that one boss fight, I've heard people getting stuck there, but they 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 delighted by that. They are yeah. enjoying the fact that it's such a challenge. And uh, because there there is a particular strategy to beating that boss, and they there someone was stuck for forty five minutes, but mm. they were saying I'm re- still enjoying it because it's so challenging, and they have to figure it out. And you know you have that you know moment when you do figure out. So I'm glad these things. That unique moment. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So so these things have been working out for the AI and. That includes the bosses also. Right. Last question. Mm. I know all good things must come to an end, but uh, <laughs> it's been a fascinating ride. But I have to ask this, and I think I know the answer to it. Most of the questions I know the answer to, but this one I do know, but I want you to talk it through with us. Mm-hmm. Where did the visual puzzles come from? And were they always there, or was it something you put oh, in yeah. for no. you know, pacing? There was it was there for pacing and also for story backstory. Um, yeah. And initially, if you remember from the first demo, yeah. uh, the Kickstarter demo, um, uh, we used the pattern from a mandala, and then we we uh, so so it's because it's a, um, a symmetrical pattern, um, we had to rub out certain p- uh, parts of the. Uh, puzzle out so it made it asymmetrical so that it was easier for people to understand what fits where and, and so on and then we also added color to it so like it's almost like a pie chart but people <laughs> found it too difficult to to put together um and I, i'm not going to tell you how you hello oh we lost him yeah <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, you're back. He is yeah. back now. He is back. Um, so, I, you, oh, I've, I've got a brain fart, mate. What? <laughs> we were talking about the puzzles. Puzzles. And there was um, storytelling. Uh, how we came about and it. It's very difficult to do one, and no one could do it. Yeah. So I mean, we we constant because when we were there, uh, EJX raised. We were basically giving people nudges and hints of how to accomplish it because there weren't um, um, like landmarks for people to uh, localize on onto or focus on um, in order to uh, to, to connect uh, the pieces. Right, and and so we decided. Shruti decided. Well, why don't we just? I think it's sure, Abby. One of the two. Decided. Well, let's just scrap the uh, the mandala, and let's bring in some storytelling moments. Um, so then it progresses the story, and also, you know, you've got the the calm before the storm, and um, you know, so then it's, again, you got pacing. Excuse me, and then it's not continual uh, combat. 
um, Avi? Oh yeah, uh, story was the first factor here because uh, again, the scope of the Kickstarter demo was very limited knowing we had a deadline, we had no funding, we were running on our own and uh, that's where after that when we were you know in a much better situation we did add these features which includes the mural paintings, it includes the storytelling mandalas and uh, they play a part of the setting up the lore and the universe of Raji. And as you know, some of these stories are not directly about the main story, but they they are, they take the player, you know, you they give you a glimpse of what stories and lores are coming in from, you know, our culture. And some of them are very famous. And I have to say, some of them uh, even teach our own team members. There are some story which I didn't hear about, and it was fantastic. Oh, wow. To- okay. Yeah. Oh, there's so many stories. Oh, really? Here. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Uh, people have been saying this that there is like a, you know, it's a treasure really, like the treasure of stories. And uh, we have grown up, uh, you know, in our homes, listening to these stories uh, through cultural events or religious events, and uh, that is the part where, you know, when I said initially. We're offering you a, you know, a mother spy because this is what we have grown up with. Some of these stories in the game is what every, you know, Hindu family has listened to, and some of them are very famous. Some of them have festivals around it, and some of them are not so famous, but they are very intriguing and very mm. interesting. And mm. if you Google, I, I actually saw tweets. People are stopping and googling all the name, you know. They're going on Wikipedia, reading more about everything. So I think that's where these things have really worked out for us. Yeah, yeah every every culture has them. I mean, like you know, most uh, Western cultures, like you know, Beowulf, we all know that one. You know, mm-hmm. but it's, there's many others. Like there's the Iliad, of course, um, uh, um, and then then there's but there's Celtic legends, which I even you know, it's I know barely what they are, mm-hmm. uh, but there's many of them. I'm sure Ian yeah. can relate to that. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, but, but, but look over from my point of view as well. I mean, I came yeah. over in 2014, you know, right. to lecture in art at a college, and then we decided to go, you know, do our own thing. And I've learned so much throughout this process of who, you know, Druga is and uh, Shiva, Vishnu, and so on. Mm. And it's just fascinating. Um, it's a lot more colorful than, uh, dare I say, Christian- Christianity. <laughs> Yeah, it it, uh, it, it emphasizes you know, uh, the frailties of people and also the gods, which is quite interesting. Yeah, Whereas the Christianity doesn't have that in any way. But that's no, a, that's a culture. No. That's a discussion for another time. For fear yes. of offending anyone, yes, but it's, it's, yes. it is it is true that it's very much a like a hero god kind of stuff, which is what mm. uh, Western cultures are anchored around anyway. Yeah, moving on. Yeah, Raji. <laughs> An ancient <laughs> epic, which is uh, the full title of the game, uh, Raji, an ancient epic, uh, uh, by Nodding Heads Games. So that's why I have to ask, where does that name come from? Um, which one? Not our get our name for the studio. Maybe. The studio, yeah. Oh, okay. I let Ian. <laughs> well, it's a shame we don't have a camera because I could demonstrate it as well. Right. <laughs> because when I was teaching. Um, yeah. I would be asking the students 
you know, do you understand? And then I'd get the Indian head bobble. Oh, okay. And then, uh, and then I said, is that a yes or is that a no? And then I got the head Indian head bobble back at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so then I had to uh, demonstrate with my head movement. Right. Uh, yes is yes, no is no. Do you understand? And then when I got, uh, I got the Indian head bobble back. <laughs> <laughs> So um, I said, guys, come on, you know, we, we're going to communicate somehow. Um, and I just thought it was apt, really. Right. Uh, it's just a, you know, a nice little nod, um, dare I say, uh, to, <laughs> to that. Really. No, it's a question we love to ask because sometimes you get some very strange names and some of the bit is like, just 2am. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> we completely, we had nothing. We got nothing. Every time we tried something, it was already taken. It was a Yeah, I know. This is something we went through. We had some horrible suggestions for names. <laughs> horrible ones. Yeah, Especially, yeah. Like, I think I'm, I'm, I'm bad with names. So right. Most yeah. of them were with me. So, um, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, it's uh, Raji, an ancient, uh, uh, is is out now on. Could you give me the platforms it's currently out on? Because I don't want to mess that up. Because I have in the past. It's out on Nintendo Switch. It's a timed exclusive, and right. very soon, very soon, we'll be announcing the release very date soon. for the other platforms, and right, which include right. PC, Xbox, and PS4. Yeah, I mean, it's all very interesting times this year for good and bad reasons. Uh, but of course, oh, yeah. the new platforms are arriving. No one knows when. If they are, maybe. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, it's it's been absolutely fantastic talking to you both about uh, about Raji. Uh, it's an extraordinary game. Uh, I was immediately drawn to it when I saw it at, uh, at PAX and also at Rezd. And mm-hmm. uh, it, uh, I've been following it ever since, and just uh, seeing what's going on, and we had lots of conversations with Ian as well. It's been lovely uh, maintaining yeah. that contact, which happens yeah. doesn't doesn't happen always. Sometimes it's it sort of drifts away, and it's that's sad. Mm-hmm. But uh, we mm-hmm. we Ian and I made sure that we reconnected as soon as Raji was released, and yes. here we are, three hundred episodes. Yeah, and it was lovely seeing you. It's uh, at PAX. Yeah. Um, yeah. Last year as well, so that was lovely. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's one of my favourite shows. It's say we can't. Pax West isn't happening because by now we'll be preparing for that very event, but it's mm. not happening this year. Uh, I do like Seattle. Uh, it's a lovely part of the world. So, yeah. Avi and Ian, it's been wonderful having you on. You're more than welcome to come back to talk about whatever next thing you've got planned. Uh, uh, and we well. do have we have return guests because we'll be here and we've been here 300 episodes you'd think you know we probably have had return guests in that time and we have so uh and some people come back three times uh to <laughs> talk about stuff yeah prolific uh um, yeah uh, i i believe roll seven have the have the honor for that the three-time appearance oh um, well, well try and beat that yeah, they 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 uh they they did the uh, Oli Oli games and stuff and no more heroes, not not a hero and stuff like that. So, um, but yes, it's been fantastic and thank you for bringing us uh, into the three hundredth episode so eloquently and so honourably. So thank you. Well, thank you, Chris. Thank you for, for having, having us. Yeah. Yep. You have been listening to the Sausage Factory podcast, part of the Cane and Rinse Collective. Support us for just two US dollars per month 
at patreon.com forward slash cane and rinse for early extended and exclusive podcasts find us on twitter facebook instagram twitch youtube and at our website cane and rinse 